Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to the Elevate Your Soul podcast. Today's episode, I am being interviewed by Kevin Ores on his podcast, Revolution. I share my story as to how I ended up living life as a fairy mermaid who travels the world and hosts a podcast from being a scared, depressed, suicidal child. We talk about ghosts and aliens, star seeds and earthlings, life dharma and challenges, fairy mermaid magic, and so much more fun stuff. You can check out this interview as well on Kevin's podcast, Revolution, or find his work through his Instagram at Kev underscore Orislan. I will put those in the show notes for you to find as well. And if you have a moment in time and you could leave me a five-star rating and write a little review on the side, that would mean so much to me. It really helps get this information out there. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast episode. What's up, family? This is Kevin Orris. You're on the Revolution Podcast. Today, I'm very excited for this guest. I'm joined by self-styled fairy mermaid activator and host of the Elevate Your Soul Podcast, Arel Hug. What's Thank up, Thank you. Hey, so happy to be here. Yeah, I'm trying, I was trying to trace back how I found out about you. I think it was like a year more ago. Um, yeah, I think someone recommended your podcast actually, and then we have mutual friends that we've also or you've interviewed with. So, yeah, yeah it just is a full synchronicity. Like a few months ago, I was like, "Oh yeah, you were on my list of epic other podcast hosts," and here we are. Here we are. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's kick it off with just uh, your presence right now. What's most alive for you? How are you feeling in this moment? So good. So good. Yeah. I uh, just had lunch and I've been to the gym and it's a hot, warm day and I love podcasting. It's my favorite thing. So, and I love being interviewed. So I'm in a really good space. It's nice <laughs> being interviewed, right? As you, as a podcast yeah. host, it's like nice to yeah. flip it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, people want to listen to me too. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I can totally relate to that. Well, I mean, I guess selfishly i want to know and i think um this is the best place to start and i want to give you a creative constraint of like 11 minutes and 11 seconds um <laughs> to to share your story and, and specifically yeah. sharing the the transformative points the the choice points if you will of your heroes your heroine's journey um and how you why did you get into podcasting you're someone i would i would judge and perceive to be very multi-dimensional so you like yeah. my interactions with you and being on your podcast it's like you don't really like labels or either or thinking which is awesome and you also play with like a lot of fantastical energy which thank I you. also love and think is awesome so thank you how did this even happen you didn't I mean you probably did come out of the womb like that but there's also a story <laughs> in between and and now yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening yeah yeah people who meet me now um most people are really surprised when I say um, just like things about myself that is the opposite to how I am like now, like people are like, Oh no, I don't like my photos being taken. And I'm like, yeah, I used to also hide from the camera. And like when I was a kid, I used to cry in front of the camera because <laughs> I felt so pressured to be in front of it. And I felt so hideous as a child. So like 
certain little things and like social anxiety. I had like severe social anxiety uh, to the point where I didn't want people knowing my name. They'd be like, hey, like, you seem nice. What What's your name? And I'd be like, uh, uh, Brittany. <laughs> like, I wouldn't want them knowing my real name and stuff. Like, I, I've definitely transitioned, but as you said, like, I came out of the womb still authentically like myself. So I'd had to like, unlearn the conditioning that I had through society and of course childhood trauma wounds of thinking I'm not worthy enough or a good person and things like that so but I I started podcasting because listening to motivational speakers and audiobooks and podcasts is the main thing what helped me like grow and expand and evolve um I never had a coach to rely on. I never had a therapist not recommending that that's the good way to do it or that's the uh, the best way to do it. But that was just um, my story. And it was just me in my car (laughs) listening to podcasts by myself, a very depressed, scared uh, girl. And I was listening to, you know, Tony Robbins speeches and Jim Rohn and all these these amazing people for years in my car. And that is literally what helped me grow. And, and it's not only just listening to podcasts that helps you grow. You have to learn to embody and integrate what you're hearing into your subconscious mind and then actually change your behaviors and your lifestyle. And I don't know what the motivator was for me to do that because I know a lot of people, they absorb content like crazy these days and they don't actually apply it to their lifestyle. (laughs) So I don't know what it was that um, made me do that. It wasn't easy, uh, but I think actually, I don't know if you can relate, but for a lot of people that I know that are successful now, they had a period where they were really depressed and they hit rock bottom. And I think when a lot of people hit that rock bottom place, it's a very like, you you have to make a decision at that point. And you're like, I can no longer tolerate this. Like, I don't want to live anymore. And so it's either going to be death or life. And if I choose life, it's going to be an incredible life. And (laughs) I'm going to do amazing shit with my life. And that I bumped into a few scenarios like that. But that was kind of like the main mindset that I had was um, just getting to the place of wanting to give up and just being so depressed. Like, why am I here Uh, this is so hard. I want to reincarnate to another galaxy, (laughs) like really just looking death in the eye and not even being scared and just being like, cool, that's one of my options. And life is the other option. And, and to be honest, like, um, death could have been an easier option because deciding to keep living and do a 180 with your life isn't always that easy, but it does start with making that decision. And then from making that decision, that's when things start to change. So I guess that's what it was, was kind of just like getting so depressed that I was like, okay, if I'm going to decide to live, I'm going to really have to change my life. So I think that's probably what helped me apply (laughs) from what I learned through podcasts. And that's why I'm doing a podcast now (laughs) is I, I, I worked on myself. I changed my life around. I was someone who used to say, I hate my body. I hate my voice. I hate my face. I hate the way I look like, I hate humanity. (laughs) I don't like 
dogs. <laughs> and now I'm like, I dogs love people. Too? I love dogs. Oh <laughs> yeah. And that's when I started a podcast. I was just like, fuck it. Like I totally transitioned my lifestyle. And because podcasts helped me so much, I wanted to like incorporate everything I learned from like, you know, over the course of time, like a hundred different podcasts or whatever, and a hundred different books and like blend them all together and put my little fairy mermaid spin on it. <laughs> and um, hopefully have people relate with it and then be able to help other people. So, yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I can relate to so much of that. And I mean, you're absolutely right. There's no person who's doing great work or is like hyper creative, productive, epic human who loves humanity, who hasn't been to the depths. And that's, you know, yeah. Jung said, you know, no tree who reaches to heaven doesn't have roots that go to hell. And it's just true. It's just equivalent yeah. exchange. It's like natural law. And uh, yeah, I can totally relate to that scenario. And I'm sure many people can where, yeah, yeah when things get painful enough, you're forced to evolve. That's what it is. So, mm-hmm. and, and there's a lot of choices that you can make along that path. Like, you know, some people get to that point and they choose life, but they don't, they don't make something out of it. So it takes yeah. another heroic act to be like, not only am I gonna choose life, I'm gonna choose a creative life of service, which I yeah. think is the highest calling that we can work. We yeah, can it started for me, I remember I made like my first website and the, the saying I always, I don't say it in my, anymore in my head, but the saying was always create a life worth living. And that, I don't know if I heard that from somewhere or I made it up or, both but um that was always kind of my slogan and that's kind of when I decided to live I was like I'm only going to create or create a life uh worth living and yeah I was fully like rather than just being like oh I'm just gonna live because because I'm gonna live I was like no if I'm gonna live (laughs) I'm gonna do some pretty epic shit (laughs) with the time I have here (laughs) yeah And that's hard as well, because I do believe for a lot of us, not everyone's soul path is that they have to like hit rock bottom in order to turn around. And I think a lot of the, the Gen Y, Gen Z, the younger generation right now, I think humanity is changing where they're having to do less of that. But it's a lot of the like indigo kids, like kids born in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, they're kind of I don't know, a lot of their lessons here on earth was to kind of hit rock bottom and then learn through that experience. And it's hard when you see other people like friends of mine or family members who are in a dark place right now. And I'm like learning to kind of let go and not control and surrender a little bit more. And like, I want to be there for them, but I'm also like, maybe things need to get a lot worse than what they are now in order for them to have that turning point and I don't want to like ruin and get in the way of someone's life if that's their life calling is to like actually hit rock bottom and then learn from that because I don't want to like help them on the way before they hit rock bottom and then they'll just plateau and like stay in this because a lot of people are in that where like they don't hit rock bottom so it's not like to the point where they're like fuck it's either like make or break they're just like kind of comfortable and they're just like coasting on this like mild depression for like like, barely comfort zone yeah 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 and so I'm kind of like when I see people like that I I have to really use my intuition I'm like and and I think a lot of like just guidance is good too like um and that's what I feel a lot of my purpose is as well my dharma is to inspire 
and I don't mean that in a conceited way, but just kind of like lead by example rather than like always shoving words down their throat and being like, hey, have you thought about doing this? <laughs> it's just like, just lead by example and then they'll see you and your lifestyle and they'll see you have energy and they'll see that you're happy all the time and then eventually they'll come around and be like, oh, maybe I should incorporate some different things into my life. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. that. You can't yeah. change people. It's a fundamental mm -hmm. truth. Many of us know that um, have walked this path, right? This the, the very tricky archetype of the savior, right? I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah. save someone from their totally. pain, which is a, coming from a beautiful place, from the heart. But as we know, yeah. it doesn't work that way. And some and people have to choose transformation. You can't transform someone, even if you yeah. could, it wouldn't stick because they didn't choose it. So exactly, that's, that's, that's a, a big one too. Point. But you can inspire, right? So yeah. you can't change someone, but your inspiration and your lifestyle can be enough for someone to be like, oh, wow, it's time that I'm going to make a change in my life. Totally. So. And that's that's the same, the same tip I'm on. And um, <laughs> it's so much more fun this way, too, instead of trying to, like, pull people out of there, especially our family, yeah. right? Like, the people we're closest yeah. to um, post-awakening, it's like, fuck, I just want to like have everybody have this experience and it's, yeah, you can't do it. So, um, I want to, I want to take a turn here, Raul, because you mentioned it. And I actually, in this moment, I've talked about some wacky shit with guests on this podcast right, and wacky right. from the mainstream perspective. None yeah. of it's wacky to me. It's fascinating. But yeah. you mentioned, um, indigo children and, mm -hmm. and star seeds. And I would love for you to share uh, your perspective on that. What is that? What is that? phrase what does that signify what does that mean to you yes so i haven't done a podcast on this yet but i've been wanting to for months so as in like i wanted to interview someone else on it so i don't feel like confident enough myself to speak on it but all i know is is that like there's the indigo children and then there's a lot of rainbow and crystal children being born right now and they have that their their dharma and their purpose to help humanity and serve is less about having this like traumatizing experience or midlife crisis or quarter life crisis or whatnot and then like learning and growing from there because that's like a lot of my generation like your generation and then like the the younger generation right now that are being born their journey is a little bit more like oh like look at what our parents did and how they fucked up and let's <laughs> let's not do what they did like they're really i think they're here to change the system um quite a bit or or even so like you and I can help change the system but the new generation is very like we're not going to do the old stuff we're very set on doing things in a way that's more practical to us so yeah I'm so excited to have kids <laughs> I'm like if I can have kids that don't have to have like a freaking crisis in order to learn <laughs> like I'm like hell yes that'll be way easier for me as a mom <laughs> Yes, I love that. Well, this is a beautiful generational wisdom that like each new generation brings in the next step yeah. in evolution. And I don't think I've ever shared this on my show, but um, I once met a, a Scottish medicine man. So he was like, like he was part of the Cree Indians and like he was this very funny, very wise character I encountered in Thailand backpacking many years ago. And uh he was sharing that basically our parents' generation, the baby boomers and back, um, I'm assuming your parents are baby boomerish. Um, yeah, yeah. Their job was to repair and anchor the physical world. 
So post World War II and all these things, the physical world got like fucked up, you know, like it was yeah. bad. And just the economy wasn't, you know, we're, we li we're living in a hyper abundant world and it, was, it was, wasn't quite there yet. So that generation came in and set up shop physically. Okay. Their children came to repair the world spiritually. So that's why I believe you and IRL and many like us, like our whole life has been on this tip, like personal development, psychology, like healing work, transformation. Yeah. And, there's, and that takes many forms. It's very broad. Um, so spiritual, yeah. it's very broad and encompassing yeah. here. And then our children, the, one, the new ones coming in right now, um, they're here to actually do the physical again with the spiritual understanding. So they're actually here to anchor and, oh. and fully grid the earth in the new ways. Wow. And so, like, I remember hearing that. And I'm getting chills now. Like, and I was yeah. like, this is true. Like, holy shit. And, yeah. and I, yeah, I feel the same way. Like, my children, I, I want to train them like Jedi. So, like, they're going to be my guru. And not only will they not have trauma and have to go through all these, like, limiting beliefs and blocks and wounds. Yeah. I mean, they'll have, they'll have some. It's impossible, yeah. like, in, in a human yeah. body, I think, to not have some. But, yeah. nothing like what our parents or even what we had to go through i imagine yeah yeah and then they will just like because their source energy was never kinked or stopped the, mm -hmm. the water's flowing mm -hmm. you know who knows what a human being like that will look like and i think they're already walking around there's a ton of you know kids out there now whose parents are like woke and, and they're doing it right and yeah. i've met some of these kids and when you're in your when you're in their presence you're just like holy shit you know, you can just feel yeah. them. You're going to change the world, buddy. <laughs> it's true. So yeah, that's, that's really amazing. And um, well, I guess this is the natural next question. Is someone, someone listening to this right now or watching this is like, well, Kevin Orell, what the, what the fuck is a starseed? Like, what do, you, what do you mean rainbow crystal children? And yeah. to me, what that means is children encoded with information beyond this planet. And I would love to hear your perspective on, I don't even like this word, but it's the official term is, you know, extraterrestrials, other species, and even the multidimensional. So like, not even like, not like non-physical beings. Um, yeah. What's your take on that? Oh, interesting. I actually haven't heard of anything like that. I just heard that like, it's kind of a cycle and I think eventually it goes back and like it loops around and then we'll have like more indigo kids again and then more rainbow kids again and I don't know what the other names are and that's why I'm like I'm so if you know someone I want to interview someone on this of the cycle. I might know a guy. Um, awesome awesome but uh yeah I don't know too much about it although I had an Akashic Records reading a few months ago and I asked her because she said I was a star seed which maybe they tell everyone that because <laughs> they want you to feel special <laughs> but I asked her I said so what is a star seed and she just said the way she explained it for, for me referring to me was that I didn't have many lives on earth so some people who are on earth right now and I'm sure people will think of them if they think of who's in their lives, they're called earthlings. And they're people who have had many lives like all of us. Um, our souls have had many lives, but a lot of their lives had, have already been on earth as a human. So they like fit in well, like, it, like earth just makes sense to them. They're like, yeah, humans, yeah, the law, yeah, jobs, <laughs> yeah, this. <laughs> and then there's yeah, like people the law. <laughs> 
yeah. And then there's people who are like star seeds and, and they've just had multiple lives, but they've all been in other galaxies so far away from Earth. And that's why they call them star seeds. And they come to Earth and they're just like, but why are you doing it like this? <laughs> but why are you doing it like that? <laughs> and just, we're just like confused and we're like, oh, Earth is so hard. <laughs> so that's how she explained it to me. <laughs> That's great. I mean, I, I, I'm right there with you. And I love that meme where it's like the aliens on the ship and they're like looking at Earth and it's like all the war and the religion and all this stuff. And one of them's like, he's like, dude, Earth's a fucking ghetto. Let's get out of here. <laughs> it's, just like, <laughs> it's like the backwater of some of these, of these species. Like, you know, I mean, you can imagine like a true, like enlightened civilization, not even enlightened, like they still have issues, but they're just doing yeah. things that make sense, right? Like clean energy, clean water, you know, yeah. clean governance yeah. and like, yeah, the war and things like that, science and technology are like helping everybody grow and manifest yeah. their best selves. I mean, you can imagine how primitive we must seem. And you know, what's crazy around this year, 2020, which has been a, a wild one, um, didn't even make headlines, really, because too, too many people are arguing about Trump and Biden and COVID. But, you know, there's the Pentagon has declassified and admitted tons of UFO and alien technology where they're like, yeah, this definitely isn't from Earth. And here's everything we've known since the 60s. And like a week ago, the top Israeli space security chief, basically Israeli NASA, came out in a press conference and is like, yeah, Trump knows aliens, and we've been talking aliens for 40 years. They basically said that we're not ready to meet them, so that's why they're going to remain yeah. hidden. And that was like main. That was no one saw it probably, but that was mainstream news. Like that was like on. You NBC. just sent me this stuff. <laughs> Some links after. Crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's a like you. I want to interview someone who's like spent their life on this shit and like. Yeah. And yeah, I'm I'm excited for that, but. Mm -hmm. That all being said, I also am a star seed, so yes, great job I coming tell. to Earth. Um, I can tell. I've only believed in aliens this year. Up until then, I was like, really? Little, yeah, I was like those little green things. That's only in Hollywood movies. Um, oh. And then this year, I would yeah, have guessed that about you. I would have guessed that you've been like talking and channeling aliens since like age seven. Spirits? Yes. Like I believe in like. And I guess aliens, some people would call that aliens, like people who no, What's the difference are between either, a spirit and an, and an alien? Exactly, because I believed in like uh, people who've passed away and then like their spirit's still hanging around. But then I also believed in like, when I got a little bit older, I believed in like spirituality, like the, like the, the law of attraction and like all the laws of energy and like the universe and there's something greater out there. Um, but aliens, I think it's just because I don't know, like maybe it, I don't know why I never really believed in them. But then when I did more research, like this year, it took like two articles for me to be like, oh, of course they're real. <laughs> so it didn't take much convincing, but um, I think I just never really looked into them. I was more on like always the side of like psychics and mediums and clairvoyance and, you know, like communicating with my dead father and stuff who passed away when I was a kid, like more like that. And I never really like thought about uh, people who were never humans before, for example, just like floating around the earth <laughs> in the galaxy. I just never really thought about it too much, but um, 
yeah, I did some research and I was like, oh yeah, this kind of makes sense to me now. Like, especially with what's going on in 2020, like, oh, maybe the government does know <laughs> or not everyone working for the government, but there are some people who probably know about this stuff and maybe they don't want us knowing about this stuff and things like that. So totally. Yeah. Yeah. I look forward to listening to that episode when we, when we go full yeah. alien. Um, <laughs> which speaking of I would love to hear about yeah some of some of your why around your podcast elevate your soul like what does that mean to you like that phrase elevate your soul and why why do you pick how do you choose the people you choose to speak about or speak into are there like themes or is it like my show where I just pick cool people both both so sometimes I'll just find really cool people and I'm like you here now <laughs> And other times I'm like, I want to interview someone on Instagram and Crystal Children. And I'll just like make a post on social media and I'll try uh, finding someone. Uh, yeah. What was your other question? Um, you, you pretty much answered it. Now I'm curious, like, what is your all-time favorite episode? Like, what episode was just like, whoa, this blew my mind. It was so much fun to record. I don't have one. I have like 20. What's, what's the first <laughs> one that came up just now? uh i like the ones i've done a few recently where they're almost like meditations and there's music playing in the background and it's just my voice and they're short they're like five ten minutes but it's like i have like a morning motivation one people can play in the morning and then i have like an i am affirmations one um i think i have one other but like i'm kind of like going into that kind of like almost a meditation like this something someone can play before they go to bed at night and then first thing when they wake up in the morning or when they're stressed during the day like just something quick and I think that's like becoming a lot more popular in today's world as well like more like small snippets that like actually really help you with a lot of information in it or that will help change your state um so I'm having fun with those but an episode about a topic no too many I don't have one in my head <laughs> Well, I love I love that like solo cast idea. I actually haven't done that yet. I've even recorded some and haven't released them, and that's oh. definitely exciting to me. Of like solo, like guided meditations, quick, like okay. bite size, and and yeah. a fun fact. I actually was talking to a friend of mine who's like in LA and like serious podcasts. Like I mean, not that this isn't serious, but he's like monetized and like entrepreneur yeah. podcasts. Like you know, like studying the game, um, like a celebrity in the podcast world. <laughs> I mean, he, he will be if he keeps going the way he's going. He's a legend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, he's like, because of attention spans, if you look at the analytics, and this is probably useful for you to know as a host, yeah. the most listened to and downloaded podcast across all platforms in 2020 were like 20 to 35 minutes. So yeah. like, they're super short. And even like the, yeah. I think the magic number is actually 22. So 22 minutes is the shortest amount of time where you can have an episode where people will listen to the whole thing otherwise yeah. they skip around or they they jump off yeah. so it's pretty crazy it yeah it depends for me I kind of like the only reason why I like the longer ones is when I'm driving I plug them in yeah. and then I don't like if it's a short one I'm like not even finished getting to the location I need to get to and I'm like oh now I need to get my phone out like because I don't like looking at my phone when I drive and then like oh I need to find another podcast because I yeah. want to be hearing something while I'm driving and the long ones it's just like Cool, I can drive somewhere and then I can like get back in my car an hour or two later and it'll like start off right where I left off and I don't need to like fuck around on my phone. <laughs> um, but I have some podcasts on my episode. I think my shortest episode is like seven minutes. 
So I have some really short ones. And then I have ones that are like an hour and 45 minutes. So I'm just super random. <laughs> I, I like the longer, the better. Like, that's why I love yeah. Joe Rogan. Like, three, I want three hours with Matthew McConaughey or like Kanye mm. or whoever. Like, I want to go deep. And I think my longest yeah. one is probably two hours. And it's just like, it's just, wow. just riffing. And like, it's, it's a real conversation. And so yeah. it just takes a different kind of person. And like, yeah, road trips, driving are the best to just put yeah. that on and like, and just listen, like as if yeah. you were sitting at the table with them. And yeah. um, that's, that's where I really like, want to like, see the internet go is long format content. That's why I love okay. YouTube. I love podcasts and I love books yeah. because you can actually go into a process. Um, yeah. Instagram has trained us to like 60 second sound bites go. It's just like, you know, it's like, it's not even 60 it's the instagram reels it's like 10 seconds go yeah <laughs> change someone's life in 10 seconds go <laughs> sell your product in 10 seconds go just yeah. <laughs> jesus like it's too much yeah so <laughs> yeah but everyone's dopamine is just like fucked like they're so like they're just like stimulation okay next and it's just like yeah. yeah it's crazy well and everyone deals with anxiety these days right so like yeah. that comes with add adhd so we're like have no attention span we're like super hyper all the time so we're like what's next what's next what's next you know like people couldn't sit down and read a whole book these days <laughs> whereas like back in the day that's all you had to do that was like the highlight <laughs> yeah. and a lot of people like took that like as like a big deal like if you had a book and you read it and you remembered mm. it, like that was real knowledge and you like yeah. developed yourself in that process. And now it's, yeah, it, it's really weird that we're in an age of information, like abundance, like flood, totally. but there's a drought or a scarcity of actual knowledge because information yeah. does not equal knowledge. So, yeah, which is pretty or interesting. Or integration. I feel like there's a huge lack of integration. Yeah. Like I have some friends who can just like, sit at a table for like an hour and talk about mindfulness and all the shit that they learned and i'm like cool you're not actually embodying any of what you're saying <laughs> so yeah it's crazy yeah. Mm, it is so i would love to get your perspective on this year like what like how first off how have you experienced 2020 this great year that's been a roller coaster mm -hmm. and also like what what are some of the meta themes or narratives some of the the things you're noticing as you move through life there in New Zealand and beyond? Yeah, yeah. Um, sadly, uh, my key learnings was like, you can't trust everyone. <laughs> Wish before that I was like, you can trust everyone. <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> um, and to let go a little bit more, like, bit too much like the the first half like i'm sure for everyone like march and april everyone was just like fucking what <laughs> and so like i just did i was on my i wasn't bored during the lockdowns but i just was on my computer every day and like booking up interviews with people like tapped into david ike and like all these like people with all their theories and i just soaked up everything and then it took a while for me to like process it and be like cool what do I want to take and what feels intuitively right quote unquote right and what like what can I let go of and 
And then just like not fearing, like so many people still now are like, oh, they're going to make vaccines mandatory and you're never going to be able to travel again. And like, I have friends already asked me now, like, so you're going to take the vaccine or not? Like, and, and, if, and if you're not going to take it, are you okay with never traveling again? I'm like, whoa, 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 <laughs> like, slow down. <laughs> it's Christmas tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just like, learning to not overanalyze all the possibilities because no one knows and like the stock market as well I was trying to like friggin determine that all year and I'm just like it's not what anyone thought it would do so so not learning to not like waste my time on like continually projecting and like trying to figure out what's going to happen in the future and just being a little bit more present I guess which is hard during times like this um but the first half of my year was was messy and then in the middle I had like a little pothole but the second half of the, this year was fine for me <laughs> cuz I'm in New Zealand so we didn't have any lockdowns basically okay. for like the end half of the year here and yeah and then that's when I was just very like I'm just going to focus on now not worry too much about you know all the things that could change. And I have, I guess I have a lot of faith as well. And that's where my peace comes in. And I'm very like, I think there's too many people um, waking up, becoming conscious and aware of what's happening. And I just have faith that even if there's not enough people, quote unquote, woke right now, that something's going to happen where people are just going to be like, oh, wow. Like, and start questioning things a little bit more if they haven't already. And, um, yeah, I just have faith that it might take a while. It might take a few years till we come up with like a whole other solution that's like fair on everyone. But, um, yeah, just like not to rush into anything right now and not like stress out today (laughs) on something that could happen in a year or two from now. (laughs) So I love that. And what is your, what is your perspective on this year? Yeah, I mean, this is the great reset and I'm not talking about some economic agenda of powers that shouldn't be. Um, I'm talking okay. about like an inner personal journey and reset. I read this beautiful like article transmission from this elder. I think she was um, European actually. Um, so like some of that pagan ancestry. Oh. And basically it's like before a birth in ancient times, you would wait well, after, excuse me, after a birth, you'd wait 40 days before the, the child was even allowed outside or allowed into the tribe or like, you know, I forget the name of the tribe, but it was like this sacred pause where it's just the mother and the child. And I, I actually believe that humanity's already, we already have enough people who are online, conscious, awake, aware, already okay. right now, today, okay. to shift the whole civilization. But they're, a lot of them are not ready or they're not in position or they're not, they're not like set up the way life and it's organizing intelligence wants them. Yeah. So we're in that pause. And she was basically making the argument, which I agree with, that as crazy as it is, like with yeah, vaccinations and lockdowns and like, like, mm-hmm. like I, I, don't, I didn't do enough research and I don't think anyone could do enough research because what's your source of research? Googling stuff? Like... Yeah. No one knows what's going on. And that's, I, I know that I don't know. And, and people that yeah. tell me that they know, I know that they don't know. So yeah, that's step yeah. one of 2020. Then you can just relax and enjoy the show. Um, yes. Yes. We're in a sacred reset. We're in a sacred pause. Even though people, I mean, there are people for sure that have plans for you, I, all the people we love 
that are not good. Like they're, they're it's just, if, if you live in a naive reality, just in case someone's listening, who still thinks that their government is here to protect them. And it's like mommy and daddy. It's like, you know, there's some other episodes you can listen to that are red pills that are more hardcore, but yeah, all that to say their agenda, whatever's happening is serving us because it's forced everyone to slow down. It's forced mm -hmm. everyone to go within and actually for a lot of us do a fuckload of shadow work and be like, Oh fuck. I actually am not happy with my life. These relationships are not aligned. My yeah. career isn't aligned. Where I live isn't aligned. You know, so mm. that's the biggest gift we've been in my lifetime and, and probably in yours. I mean, I can't think of another event besides 9-11 where yeah. everyone was forced to kind of like pop into awareness. And so yeah. I'm really excited of what happens after the sacred pause because just like the archer's arrow, you know, there's been a big pullback, a lot of tension, a lot of people getting a lot of deep inner cavern work, like going into the pit. And so mm -hmm. that, that's going to balance out. We're going to have yeah. a great expansion now. And so yeah. what does that look like? What, what do we want to see in the world post COVID lockdowns and all this nonsense? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that, that's what I think is happening. I, I'm very blessed to have been in Bali most of the year. So yes. I have experienced very little issues with lockdowns and COVID. Right. And right. then my heart goes out to people that, you know, have had family members die from it and, and have been in yeah. like hardcore areas where there's yeah. been riots and looting and lockdowns. I mean, I don't want to spiritually bypass any of it. And mm. I'm optimistic. And I yes. think giving into despair, freaking out about conspiracy theories, um, not only doesn't serve you it just it doesn't serve your your family friends or village it actually brings the the energy down to where you are going to create that you're going to create more fear because you're actually your yeah. nervous system isn't trained to it yeah <laughs> my dog's playing on my bed <laughs> he, he feels it he knows the energy yeah he's chasing his tail <laughs> <laughs> that's what a lot of people did this year i feel like is chase their tail unfortunately <laughs> Oh, funny. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I want to go to a lightning round now, Aurel. And so the invitation right. here, the challenge is just to answer top of the head, top of the heart, whatever is coming up. And yep. uh, yeah, these, these are ones I actually haven't done on the show in a while, but they're, they're, they're fun. Um, first one is, is cliche, but real. You can have any superpower from fiction, fantasy, whatever. What would you choose? I already have it because I'm a fairy mermaid. <laughs> okay, great. What's, what's your top fairy mermaid superpower? Tell me about it. To manifest people who need my exact healing, like my style of love and empathy and nourishment. I manifest them and I completely transform their lives and then they go and I find another one. <laughs> um, That's a great yeah, superpower. Yeah, I've had a lot of that. And that just, it's, it's so good because it's like, wow, I've, I, and I can like still look at those people today, even though they're not like necessarily a part of my life now. And I'm like, wow, I really helped, I guess, turn the steering wheel on that per person's life. Not that I changed them, but I helped them like turn that steering wheel for them and, and move their life in a different direction. And that's really powerful. Um, but in terms of like, uh disney <laughs> superpower sure. um 
probably to run like as fast as I can to the point where I'm like invisible and then that would mean I'm able to like run on top of water and so I could just like go to Hawaii and back in like one day <laughs> and like skip immigration <laughs> like all that shit and just like zoom wherever I can and then come back yeah definitely like running running speed at the speed of light that would just be incredible <laughs> I like the flash that's awesome which is interesting yeah. that you would choose that over flying which is what most people choose so that's cool that you are into running but hey it kind of does the <laughs> same thing doesn't sound as fast like if you're you're flying it's like okay i'm in hawaii in like 10 seconds and like it took you three days like <laughs> what's up i'm already back from my holiday <laughs> and you're still like oh this, this is so exhausting it's so cold <laughs> That's one way to do it. That's one way to fly. So next question. Like, are you going to pack all your bags? <laughs> next question is if I deposit a hundred million dollars in your bank account tomorrow and you have to spend it in 24 hours, what's the move? hundred million. Um, so hard because like uh my head straight away it's like charity but i don't trust a lot of charities out there and i have a good reason Fair. not to <laughs> so yeah so it's kind of like 24 hours oh i could do so much more in like six months with money um it's like putting it in a term deposit <laughs> you guessed it Bitcoin. I mean, that's Bitcoin. legit. That's legit. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. Like, it's hard now with travel restrictions because I was going to say go to Hawaii in the next 24 hours and buy like a beautiful big home and like a boat. And then I, I nice. have a setup. But okay. um, yeah, that, so I guess that, <laughs> that works. That, that's, that's totally fair. Awesome. Okay. So, similarly, but on a different tip, um, tomorrow you gain vast political power. So you become the prime minister of New Zealand or oh of the free world. But again, only for 24 hours. What dictates, mandates do you create in that time? Oh, um, oh, that's such a hard question. I need longer to think about that one. Um, depends where I am as well. Because Vancouver, the problem that upsets me there is always the homeless people. I'm like, they need a solution for that. And I don't have like the perfect solution for that either, but they need help and they need to get off the streets. Uh, and then like, I don't know, like depends where I am in the world, but in New Zealand, oh, in politics, I don't know. <laughs> if I was just like a magic fairy, I would just give everyone like, more love and self-love and feelings of self-worth i think that would help right. because that would like end war end domestic violence just like boom 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 self-love self-love <laughs> <laughs> great so self-love yeah. fairy takes office and just yeah. makes everyone feel worthy of love that's i mean that's that's <laughs> probably the best political solution i've ever heard um great next question is Tomorrow, you can travel backwards in time and meet one person from the past, living or dead, and have dinner with them. Who would it be? Oh, my dad came to mind straight away, like now, if he was, yeah, 
Yeah, because he passed when I was 11. So I was kind of like, I knew him from such a child's perspective of like, you know, he's big and scary and I need to listen to him rather than like an adult, like, cool, we're, yeah, what are his strengths? What are his weaknesses? So um, him and then who's still alive right now? I don't know. Tony Robbins is pretty cool. <laughs> he robs. So I feel some of that energy. Yeah, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, so good. Cool. Yeah. All right, last, last question. And it's along the similar lines of just limitless thinking. And I really want to invite limitless thinking. Share your vision in your lifetime. So let's call it, you're going to live a long life, the next like 60, 70 years of a healed, awakened, light age, golden age, whatever you want to call it, humanity. Just like paint mm -hmm. the picture for us. A lot more self-love. Like that's, that's why I'm doing my podcast is for the self-awareness to work on your self-love and your self-care. And then from there, we learn to be of true service to other people and truly love other people and truly make other people happy. And then through self-love, we become happier ourselves. So yeah, that is like what I want for humanity while I'm on earth is just to like create awareness, create more self-love and from there more happiness and more joy and more peace on earth. Peace on earth. Yes. And peace on earth Definitely. comes from peace inside because hurting people are hurting people. So I love that. It's so simple and it's it really so true. Is. And there are many pathways to that. So I also share that vision. And I, I would hope that that self-love shows up in our, to enhance this vision. It shows up mm -hmm. in our economies. It shows up in yep. our energy. It shows up in our governance. It shows up in our relating and how we treat each other both emotionally, physically, sexually, like on all levels, like- And the animals. In the earth, yeah. The and ocean. the whole earth and all yeah. the beings in it. If we yeah. loved ourselves, we wouldn't be freaking out or hurting the earth or the environment either. So. Raping cows all day, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so great, like calling that in, so it is. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, the, yeah. I guess that's not the last question. The last question, which I'm ripping from the legend, Tim Ferriss, who was one of the first people to inspire me to want a podcast. Even before Joe Rogan, Tim Ferriss was holding it down. And he yeah. always asked his guests, um, Aurel, is there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have? No, because I don't like shitting on people. <laughs> so to rephrase, is there anything I didn't ask you that you wanted me to ask you? No. <laughs> Great. Great. Well, that feels complete then. Yeah. Legendary. Yeah. Well, Aurel, tell the people what you're working on slash where they can find you. Is there anything alive, a project, yeah. uh, an invitation? Obviously, go listen to the Elevate Your Soul podcast for sure. Yeah. On YouTube as well, Elevate Your Soul podcast. You can find me on YouTube. I, I'm trying to move like more of my audience to YouTube. I love YouTube. Um, and you can watch my interviews online. And then I also have a playlist of like creative extras where you can watch me do yoga or cut my hair into a mullet or <laughs> do a bunch of weird shit. <laughs> so yeah. 
Great. Awesome. We'll go check that out. Here's to YouTube growing because yeah, we obviously don't want to be pigeonholed into one platform and I'm on that same tip. So yeah, I want to, I want to thank you. So grateful and honored to, to meet you and also to podcast with you. I was on your show last week. So really excited for those episodes and thank you. Thank you so much. This was fun. Cheers. Well, family, if this episode resonated with you, I would love a review on iTunes. Sharing is caring. So if something about this episode really like, whoa, it impacted you, it sparked something, reach out to Aurel or myself and invite a friend into the conversation, a family member. Um, This is the year to do it. Peace, powerful people. I will see y'all soon.